0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tadell, for today, Sunday, December 4th. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you have a comment or question for tonight's show, uh, we would gladly uh, get you on the line and you can call us by calling 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. And I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone. And once again, thank you guys for joining um, tonight's show. Uh, Tonight's show is going to be a a little bit different, but, you know, pretty much some of the same things we always talk about in film and TV. So sit back, relax, join us. If you have any questions, please give us a call. And uh, we're looking forward to tonight's episode. All right. Tonight we're talking about creating characters on film and television. But before we do that, let's just jump right over to a quick commercial break and then we'll
0: be right back. Six nine one twelve ninety four. 691 1294 That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.
1: All right. Good old friend's beauty. Um, We are back and ready to jump into tonight's conversation. You know, over the last few weeks, um, we were interviewed by Julia Pettis, Um, about our work on the movie Till, and then we had Marietta carter narciso on a few weeks ago talking about um, her work on her recent film project, and I thought it would be good to just kind of jump in a little bit and, you know, speak to um, makeup artists and hairstylists, makeup artists in particular, about just the process of creating characters, whether it's on a film or a TV show. Um, and, you know, the process is basically still the same, you know, regardless of whether it's film or television. But I thought it would be good just to jump in because, you know, a lot of um, artists out there who are working in film and TV may not be in the position to create the actual look. And, you know, even if you are working with the background, um someone has still told you what the look is. You know what I mean? It's not like you can determine, okay, so right. since the person is in my seat, I can figure out, you know, determine how I want them to look, and that's not the case. It's always right. um, someone who's designing the look of the show. Um, and I don't know if you want to start off the conversation by speaking to that point, you know, designing the look. Like how does designing the look start? You know, what, what's, what goes into that part? Well, normally, of course, the department head designs the look uh, for the show. And, of course, so everything, you know, just the whole approach to uh, doing makeup for film and TV, it all starts with uh, reading the script, getting an idea of who the characters are. Um, in your Like for me, when I'm reading a script, I can envision the characters. Um, sometimes when... I know who the actors are, I envision the characters and what they might look like, and sometimes when I don't know who the actors are, in my head they look like certain people. So I just start by reading the script, and then after reading the script, of course, having conversations with um, the directors, sometimes on some shows, the producers and directors, and just getting an idea of what they're looking for as far as these characters, because. Normally with the director, it's pretty much their, their vision for the show. So you're pretty much taking their vision and then putting your spin on it based on the criteria that they give you. So, you know, of course, like if we have a housewife, then she needs to look like a housewife. So what does a housewife look like? Well, that all depends on, you know, income. Um, it also mm-hmm. depends on um, costumes, you know. So it's not just, oh, I want her to look like she's a rich, you know, housewife. She doesn't have to work, but her husband makes all the money. You know, it, it's, it's not just that. It's not just what you come up with in your head. It's all based on a lot of things. And so the costume designer sets the tone for a lot of the characters as well. So that's why you have to have the conversations with um, – you know, the directors, producers, and then you have to kind of consult with the costume designer as well. And then you can kind of go in um, deciding, like, how how you're going to put all of these pieces together and come up with a look for this character. So it just all kind of starts right there. Yeah. And, you know, that's very similar to even writers, you know, when they're writing a script or writing a book. They, you know, they got to determine who these people or who these characters are going to be, you know, the personas, the, you know, what type of person um, the character will be. And, you know, pretty much when you read that script, you have a great idea of who this person is and what they will be, but just all the things that you just said, communicating with the directors and producers, and, you know, and then we see what the costumes are. Because, you know, costumes are a big deal, you know, when you're in pre-production and things got to get approved, yes, no, you know what I mean? Like it sometimes it takes a while because when you're creating a character, you're creating everything about them, you know, the style of clothing that they wear will help tell that story. And so basically I guess what we're talking about tonight is basically telling the story. Um, of this character through, you know, through makeup. You know, everybody knows, um, if you've been listening to the show for the last few weeks, that we, you know, worked on Till, the movie. Um, We have right now currently um, out on the Stars Network a show that we do, Survivor's Remorse, season... I'm sorry, not Survivor's Remorse, (laughs) that's Stars. Um, (laughs) Step Up on Stars, uh, season three. Um, And then... Probably just finishing up was Atlanta um, on FX so you know totally different types of, of of shows, but there was a look of course for each one you know, and maybe some were a little bit more simple than others you know some looks took you know a lot of research to to get it exactly you know what it needed to be, for instance with till we were research researching real life people you know in atlanta and step up these are characters that were created you know what i mean so it was a little different a little different um but and they, also, and they also with um with with um Atlanta and Step Up these these characters you know cuz you mentioned Till we were creating real life characters but with Atlanta and Step Up these these characters needed to look real so there's a kind of a flip to that because you know when you're working on something where you know it, these are not like real people that you really know you tend to like make point. them want to be so beautiful because it is TV you know, so you, you want to make them mm-hmm. look so beautiful. But you, because of the nature of the show, especially Atlanta, they have to look realistic. Like, you know, you've got three guys, one's a rapper, one's a rapper's manager, one's a, a friend, and you have to make them look like real people. Like, they don't need to look like they're made up. They have to look right. like real people. Even if you have to put makeup on them, it needs to look like there's absolutely no makeup on them. Because a rapper's mm-hmm. not going to walk around with makeup on. Right. You know, a hardcore gangster rapper is not going to walk around with makeup on. So you need to make this right. actor, who who may need a little makeup, look like you know he's a gangster rapper. But but, but sometimes but that's not that's that, not necessarily easy. Mm-hmm. No. But to add to that this real-life gangster, well, this rapper who we're trying to make like a, look like a real-life gangster rapper, in real life, this particular person may need makeup, you know, because, we, you know, you may be trying to, you know, hide some imperfections in the skin. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to say that, you know, we're – we want the real. We want the actors. I mean, the the rapper to look like they don't have makeup on, but we want the real life actor to be comfortable on camera. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody right. that plays a plays a rapper don't have to have you know like problem skin because that's not that's not what a rapper is. You know what I'm saying? Like some people think, oh, this actor. You know, in real life, the skin is not great, but it's okay, it'll play along with, with that character. Not necessarily, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not necessarily, right. right? And you know, and some actors, no matter what character they're playing, they want their skin to look as flawless as possible. But, and if you're going right. to do that when you're creating a character who plays a you know, a rapper, then you just want to be very careful and you might have to definitely know how to pull that no makeup makeup look off. You know, what I, what's interesting is when I interviewed for step up, one of the reasons why they selected me to interview was because I department headed Atlanta and they loved the, the, um, you know the skin of the of the actors on that show, and so that's what I mean. you know we're making these people look like real life created these real life characters, you know, a rapper and his friend and his cousin manager. Mm-hmm. and we made them very we made them look realistic and very relatable. people could identify with those characters, and so that's what they wanted for step up. So that's kind of like, if you look at season one of step up compared to now, that's kind of kind of where we started with, I mean, you being able to see all the skin, you know what I mean, all the imperfections. Like we may have used a lot of makeup on some girls, but it still looks like they almost didn't have much of anything on their skin. So that was like the look that the producer, one of the producers was really going for because they did a lot of dancing and that you know mm-hmm. he wanted them to look like they were dancers. He wanted them to look like, oh, you know the skin to have the glow like they're shiny or they're sweaty. He was okay with with that because he really wanted them to look like dancers. He didn't want it to look like, you know, any other show where everybody was like overdone. You know, fast forward now to season three of Step Up. You know, it's it's totally different because now it's a different network. Before. It was YouTube Premium, and the Mm -hmm. first two seasons was all about dance. Now we're in season three, and it's on Stars. There's more drama than anything. Like, there's dance, to let you know, it's still a show about dance or, you know, surrounded around dancers, but yet it's all the drama. (laughs) So there's, like, so much more makeup now, and, and everything is, like, totally different now. Like you can still see the skin, but you, you definitely see, um, you know, makeup people. There's still other people in the show around the supporting, you know, around the actors that support the actors, but um, who may not be as made up, but yeah, now it's, it's different. Right. Absolutely. It's it's a lot that goes into it. And, you know, um, thinking about Step Up um, and I think about the character Poppy, I remember season one, they were saying that Poppy was older, her character is a little bit older than most of the characters in the show. And so they said, you know, she could have a little more makeup than the rest of them. And I just remember, like, even to this day, like now, <laughs> I I remember, like, starting off, you know, she had a little bit more makeup, but it was, I just kind of, like, kept very similar colors and that kind of thing because that season I was trying to work on her skin more than anything um, and trying to get her into having a skincare regimen and that type of thing. But I laugh because I'm thinking about, um, season two and three, you know, I feel like once we went through that, like trying to work with her skin, she got more comfortable with wearing different colors, you know, like on her eyes, the mm-hmm. character. And to me, I think it, I think it just works out fine for her character. Um, because, you know, like, The actor themselves also have an input into, you know, some actors don't really pay attention to it or care, but a lot of actors kind of they they have a vision for what the character looks like as well, and you know, and it's always an opportunity to give your input. And so, right, and what you know, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, and she was always wondering, okay, what what color are you going to do next? You know, and Mm -hmm. I think the more comfortable she got, you know, because she was, there was never really anything like, no, I don't want that or, oh, can we try purple today? She, you know, she was never like telling you what colors to use, you know, or anything like that. But it was, but I think it was was exciting for her to see what color Mm -hmm. was going to be used that day or what have you. So, yeah, so it's always nice to. Have the input or um, or the, even the encouragement. Just knowing from the actor, like like I'm I'm loving what you're doing, you know, or where the where the character is going with the makeup. And I, like I said before, I just laugh because I, you know, like watching the episode last night, I'm just like, you know, she has so many looks on this show, but you know, she just pretty much plays this this girl from the hood who's talented. She can dance. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and she just wants to be loved by this 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 guy who she's known forever, you know, but mm-hmm. she is a little older, so I sometimes feel like with the makeup, it helps her to look, because, you know, most of these actors are very similar in age, so she really doesn't look older than any of them, to be honest, you know, I mean, like, right. her real self. <laughs> But I think the makeup and the different colors and, and the nails and all this stuff, it helps her to look a little older um, than most. Yeah. And one thing I, that I didn't mention earlier when I was um, talking about the whole process and reading the script and having the conversations with the directors and producers, but like you did say, you know, the actors, they do have an input. So that's also um you know, another group of people to, to talk with before you start, start getting into, your, you know, your design element of it all. But within that script, every time there's a character introduced, there's always a description of that character. So that description in that script will always give you, yeah, will always give you information about um, the character's age um you know sometimes like it it may describe the character's hair or it may describe um something about the character's face or anything it'll give you any you know anything about the character it'll it'll have it in in that little uh, blurb of the script when that character is introduced so you'll mm-hmm. know definitely the age of the character you'll know um pretty much like the character's occupation like you know um, you know james forty five an attorney you know may give you something like that, so that's like a little bit of info for you to go on, you know or james african American male you know attorney, whatever, so you have something to go on to kind of figure out, okay, so what should this guy look like he's an attorney, so he he should be clean, you know you know or if it, if it says rapper, then you know. There's some rappers that are very nice, clean, cut, and then there's some rappers that aren't. So you can go either way with that. But, you know, it's up to you to come up with um, ideas of what that person, you know, looks like. Even so at that point sometimes you go in and then you start pulling, you know, pulling photos to kind of like match the description of who you see in your head when you're reading this script. That's always a good thing to do to kind of like when you have conversations with this directors, you know, producers, you can kind of present to them um, what your vision is or what you were thinking, you know. And sometimes sometimes uh, directors will have a vision about a certain character, and sometimes the director may not be sure about their vision about a certain character. So always pulling, pulling photos and incorporating your thoughts into it is always very helpful for them because you can, be, you can hit it right on the head for what they were thinking, or, or, like I said, they may not have a vision. And just you having those photos can kind of help them kind of see where they want to go with a certain character. So Absolutely. it's always good to, you know, it's always good, especially coming from this last show that we worked on, it, it's always good to pull as many photos as possible, to come with as many ideas as possible, even when, even when, um, They don't ask for different things other than what's in the script. It's just always just Mm -hmm. to have, it's always good to have just some extra stuff, you know, set aside (laughs) because things, go either way, anyway, directors can change their mind. Actors can always say, well, can we add this and can we add that because they want their characters to be just a little bit different from another character, you know, or something like that because that's happened on this last show. You know, actors wanted to add tattoos. You know, they saw a tat. They saw, you know, they know they're a bad guy, and so, you know, because because you know, certain studios don't like to deal with any tattoos whatsoever. Like when actors come with their own tattoos, they don't want to deal with clearing anything. They just want to cover it up. But this is a bad guy, and he doesn't have one tattoo. Not that tattoos are bad, but you know, most bad guys have tattoos. So if you're covering right. up all the tattoos, what, what's going what's gonna to draw the um, – what's going to make that actor believable to the viewer? So, you know, they come with ideas of like, okay, I want a tattoo on my hand, you know, things like that. Or they come with their own ideas of tattoo designs. And so it's just helpful to have some extra ideas in your pocket when you're, when you're speaking to uh, producers and directors about uh, some of these characters and some of their looks. Do you Absolutely. want to get into any anyone? Do you want to get into any um, specific actors on Step Up? Um, let's talk a little bit about Rebby Rose's character, because so she's okay. a newcomer to the show. And I remember yeah, before. She's uh, yeah, and I remember in pre-production, um, we had a conversation with her over Zoom. Um, and just and you know just talking about um, what she normally wears, but she helped us a little bit because she is from the UK, and then if she's Nigerian, is that correct? Yeah, she's a Nigerian, but she's uh, you know in yeah. London. Born, yeah, born in London. Um, but you know she's, and then her character on the show is pretty much like who she is, someone coming mm-hmm. from London. And so she was able to talk to us a little bit about the look, you know, like mm-hmm. basically like some of the looks mm-hmm. that in real life what she would be, you know, wearing in London. um, mm-hmm. And that just that kind of helped us as far as the makeup was concerned. Right, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, yeah so Rebby,
1: to her: Yeah, Reby's from London, um, and then her character, Angel, um, is is from London, and she comes to Atlanta from London. She's running um, from some some issues that her family was involved in. Her uh, parents were killed, her father was killed, and um, you know, she's now running away with all of this money. Um, that they had in this family business. And so she ran as far as she could. She came to Atlanta, and she wants to dance. So she wanted to – she researched, and so she wanted to go to Highwater, which is the school that Sage Odom has in London. And then if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go check out the show. Trust me, you'll be hooked. You'll be hooked. Um, So, yeah, so she comes to Atlanta, and so we pretty much talked to her about okay, so what would you look like? Because with her particular character, she um, she comes from this family who got mixed up in some stuff, and so now the, I think the you know the family I think needed protection, so the family got involved with this um, this gang in um, in the in London, and so now she has this. Um, uh, like this branded tattoo um that she has and then we'll we'll meet her brother's character in the next couple of episodes that you know he has as well. And so that whole that whole whole um storyline with her family um hopefully will be explored um in another series, hopefully. Uh, we're hoping that that, that will 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 be the case with that, but just here on Step Up, um, Step Up High Water, she's now in Atlanta and she's coming from she's coming from London. So it's like, okay, what is a girl who you know who's coming from London who who's a part of that dance culture, you know, but also you know her family's involved in in, in all of this gang activity, and so she was describing to us over that Zoom call. Like a lot of what she likes to wear, and this is something that I had um, I had written down in my notes to talk about tonight is you know when you're talking to um, the actor about you know their look, they'll they'll tell you one what they like, and most of the time they like they want their character <laughs> to be for to wear exactly what they wear, especially if they're not like really big makeup people, but they know they need makeup for performing because right. when they're dancers, they know when they perform with Celine Dion or they perform with Beyonce or they perform with Sierra, you know, they know that some of these artists come, you know, with their performances, they have themes to it. And so all of the, all of the dancers are going to get like the same type of makeup, same type of hair or whatever. And so they, you know, they want to – they know for performances they need to have makeup, so that's why they wear it. But others outside of that, they don't really wear it that much. Or when they do wear it, it's something simple like a lip, you know, mascara, whatever, and that's it. Or, you know, their brows, they have their brows done, and that's it. So when she talked to us about what she wears, she really wasn't a big brow girl. You know, she would wear her brows, but it was just like – you know, just kind of keeping her brows neat. She would, um, you know, she wouldn't do a lot of makeup. Like, the makeup that she wore, she wore it because of her performances when she danced with Sierra and whoever else. So for the show, she's, like, she wasn't into, like, a lot of colors. She just, you know, just very natural, neutral tones. But yet, you know, when it came to her lips, you know, she had to have her certain brown liner. Uh, a dark brown liner and, you know, and her, in her, you know, the certain colors that we used on her, she, you know, a lot of the browns, golds, things like that, but she wasn't a big, like, you know, you really wasn't going to find her with like, you know, a cherry red lipstick, you know, right. no Ruby Woo for her. It was going to be <laughs> dark brown, you know, black, you know, <laughs> just really dark colors, you know. Um, or even if it wasn't really, really dark, it was going to be like a brown or something. And so that's kind of where we stayed with her. Um, You know, she would allow you to do pretty much whatever on her eyes, because, again, she's a dancer. She doesn't have to look like anything in particular. If she decided she didn't want any makeup, we would have just done some foundation, gave her a little mascara, gave her her brow, and called it a day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a little blush just for cameras, for the camera's sake. But other than that, she wouldn't have gotten much of anything. But, you know, of course, there are different scenes within the show. Now, the, ne- the next two episodes after tonight, there's, there's going to be a lot of things that will be unpacked. You know, as the season ends, there there'll be a lot that's going to be unpacked. And you're going to see her... And so many different things and so many different performances. So the makeup is going to change, and it's going to change quickly. You know what I mean? Like, because I was just Mm -hmm. looking at the episode, tonight's episode, I looked at it um, earlier this morning. And I was thinking to myself, well, we shot this, we shot that, we shot that. Where's all of that stuff? But I forgot, you know, because of Christina and Christina having to leave the show by a certain date, we had to shoot a little bit from all, the, all of the episodes just to shoot Christina out. And so uh, Rebby's looks, because she had a lot of looks, um, th- we'll finally start to see them in the next couple of episodes. But, again, it's, it's going to be her and a bunch of different looks because we pretty much kept her. And this is, some, this is a good tip. If you're working in television as a makeup artist and you're doing episodic, like what Step Up is, Whatever the characters that you have, if you can keep those characters the same for their everyday look, depending on what they do. Like Remy's a dancer. Her look can be the same every day, but when she does something special, like a tour performance or a performance somewhere else at a party or whatever else, yes, change her makeup. You know, change her eyes, change her lips, change her nails or whatever. But just for every day, keep it the same because it will save you yes. on so much time and it will save you on continuity if you kept it the same. Yes. It just makes life easier when you're on episodics because episodics move really, really fast, really fast. And, then, and that's the thing. Because we, had, because we had one actress who was pregnant and had to leave had to leave by a certain time in April, like April 3rd, so that she could have her baby. Well, yet we weren't finished all 10 of the episodes by April 3rd. So what that meant was we had to shoot her out by April 3rd. So that means whatever Mm -hmm. scenes she was in, from Episode 1 through Episode 10, we had to shoot all of those scenes before April 3rd. So that meant, you know, going from Episode 1 to Episode 9 to Episode 6 back to Episode 3, we were all over the place shooting these scenes. So whatever scenes she, that particular actress was in, we had to shoot it all. So whoever was in those scenes with her, you know, it could be a different point in time in the story and the makeup was, could have been different. Like we had to come up with looks for stuff that wasn't, that shouldn't have been happening that soon. Like the stuff for episode Mm -hmm. episode 10, we shouldn't have been shooting it you know, the first and second month that we started shooting the show. <laughs> that was right. going to be towards the end of end of it. But because of how we had to shoot it to shoot the one actress out, it brought a lot of stuff up very quickly. So we had to, like, in our heads, we had to design these looks quickly, and we were kind of working backwards with it. So that's why I say with with episodics, if, if somebody has just a regular look that they can stick to for every day, Give them that look every day, and then when there's a special scene, when there's a special performance or something, you can change it. And, you know, to add to that, um, on the show that we just finished, I can't name it, but on the show that we just finished, it was episodic, um, your, what, the point that you just made, oh, my goodness, it is so true. If you are able to keep that actor's makeup, the same or something very similar, what I did was it was pretty much the everyday look um, i I based her her eyes you know shadow colors it was based on pretty much clothes looked like, and so for the most part, I was working out of two palettes and Everything was kind of similar within those two palettes. So, based like I said, based on the clothes, so if, if they were dressing her in some of the very same similar colors, then she got looks that was very similar. Um, and a lot of times, you know, for instance, if if a continuity photo is labeled wrong. Or if a continuity photo was not taken for some reason, um, at least when you keep the same, you you know it with your eyes closed. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I can't find the picture, but I mean, this is her look every day, so you already know the colors. Um, if I, I remember doing some looks that were kind of similar. Um, with the colors, if, if the picture that I took was not the best of pictures, well, you know that wouldn't have been a picture I took. But if somebody else took the continuity photo <laughs> and it wasn't the best of me, and it wasn't the best of pictures, then you could kind of make out, you know, what it was. And so my my thing was, I never had a fear that I would just okay, here are the colors, put the colors on. And when you do someone's makeup like almost every day, you kind of, you almost can, once you know exactly for sure what look it was, you can kind of remember how you apply the shadow and where colors go and all that kind of stuff without even looking at it. And so my thing was, okay, I know in this outfit she had these colors, but I did something different here. And in this outfit... The same colors, but I, you know, I left something off that I didn't, that I did in the other look. Even if I messed up and did, you know, it was the same colors, but I maybe applied something differently or wrong. You know, I'm looking for the script supervisor to say something, you know, and right. if the script supervisor doesn't say anything, then I'm like, okay, if I messed up, it went over their heads, But, Mm-hmm. Doing if you can get away with doing the same thing, like you said, for the everyday look. Now, if there's if it's some special occasion happening in the show or like with Step Up, if it's a performance, it's, of course it's going to be something different that they're wearing, you know, in terms of makeup. But your everyday look, you should try to have that the same. It makes the most sense. Yeah. It's going to save you. And I promise you, I promise you, no matter what show you do, there is going to be one day where they're going to, something's going to switch up on you or they're going to, you know, they're going to snatch that after up so fast or something is going to take place where, you know, a schedule change or this is what the call sheet says for today, but before you even get to that Third scene, something may change, and you may have. They may have to pull in another scene that's not even on the call sheet for the day. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna require you to have to. Um, if you if you're the type that has done so many different looks, then you may have to, you know, do something different. It's gonna, you know, cause you to spend more time when they haven't even factored that extra time into your day. So if it's just an everyday look, no matter what they're wearing, keep it the same. I know that as a makeup artist, I know that's boring for some makeup artists, but for those people who are, like, new in this industry, one thing you will learn that over the years you will realize it's not about you and your art. (laughs) You know what I mean? No. It's not about you and your art so you have to learn how to work smarter, not harder. Make it a little easy on yourself. Absolutely. And there's and there's plenty of opportunities to um be creative. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing I wanted I wanted to talk about really quickly before we end the show was um the character Colette for the first two seasons um was portrayed by Naya Rivera, who unfortunately passed away in 2020, um, right before we were supposed to start shooting. Um, But, of course, everything got shut down anyway, um, so we wouldn't have been able to shoot when we had planned anyway. But Naya passed away, and Naya was Colette. And so for the first two seasons, you know, Naya's role – Was sort of limited, I would say. Um, Mm -hmm. It increased, I think, second season from the first season. But Mm -hmm. this third season, Naya had a bigger role. Like she was all over. She was supposed to be like all over it. Like the script, yeah, the Colette. The script had her. I mean, just about every. It was almost like the show was hers. Like she was the focus, pretty much. And she, she really was. She was the focus. Colette's character was the focus. And so with Naya passing away, um, Christina Milian was hired to play uh, not, to play Colette. Now, Naya's whole look, as far as makeup goes, it was almost like, well, I don't want to say a Kardashian, but if you think about Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian's look, it's pretty simple. But, you know, you have, of course, a lot of highlighting, a lot of contouring. So Naya's look was pretty simple. I mean, basically just it was it was a Kim Kardashian look pretty much. And so that was that. You know, pretty simple on the nails, like a, a nude color on the nails. She kept her nails short. Um, that was her thing. As far as her costumes, they always had her in like pencil skirts and the top, you know, heels. Pretty simple. She wore her hair the same way every day. Pretty simple. Now, with with Christina playing Colette, it's like it's, I mean, totally different. For me, coming up with looks for her, I, want, I didn't want her to look anything like Naya did. I didn't want her makeup to be that simple. I wanted her to have more color. Um, mm-hmm. Naya would do, sometimes Naya would, just would do like smoky eyes all the time. And I did not want that. I did not want that. And the great thing about it is Christina hates smoky eyes. So I thought, oh my God, we're going <laughs> to get along just fine. You know what I mean? And because if I, if I, after and two- if I'm not mistaken, I'm not to cut you off, but if I'm not mistaken, I think with the producers, it was okay to kind of totally go another direction with that character oh absolutely because the costumes went another direction with that character the costumes went in a totally different direction so so that helped that helped mm-hmm. and the fact that christina was um when she came to us in february um she was seven months pregnant so now they have to hide um her pregnancy because she's not pregnant on the show, and so you you know you'll see her with a lot of large handbags, you know, coats, jackets, things like that, you know, to, to try to hide her pregnancy. But you know, with her clothes, she I mean, she wore pants. She wore pantsuits. Um, it's like it. She wore skirts. Like I mean, everything. It was just switched up. She she was not stuck in that pencil skirt type of costume, you know. I mean, she Would wore a love. lot of different, uh, different outfits. You didn't, you never saw Naya as Colette carrying handbags that much. If you did, they were smaller Christina, handbags. But you know what? With Christina, one of she carried things, large handbags. And I also felt like it was a really nice progression. The way that way the, everything changed, the clothes, the makeup, it was a nice progression because when you think about it, it worked with the I feel like I felt like from season 2 to season 3 you saw a character arc that changed dramatically because think about it season 2 when they were um when the the episode I mean the the season was ending they were on their way to the tour and then Sage gets arrested in season 3 even though Sage is trying to, you know, beat this crime, the money is still coming in. You know, with the tour, so I felt like the fact that they were making money. You know, now Nia's character is part of all of this. I mean, uh, Colette. character. I'm getting the collect, 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 collect is a part of all of this. So. Um, you know, it, I felt like it was a reflection of the fact that they were making money as well. You know what I mean? So now that now my um, I'm taking my wardrobe up a notch and that means lots of big designer handbags, pantsuits. You know, I'm stepping out of the school. You know, where where the look was, you know, a lot of pencil skirts and that kind of thing. So I think it. I think it kind of played along with what was going on in the show as well. Right, right. But yeah. So so with her, um, you know, we started out doing different things, like with her with her eyes, like with her eyeshadow shadow would be different. Um, you know, of course we changed up the lips all the time. You know, she 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 was used to getting her nails done. Christina herself was used to getting her her lashes done and then her nails done. So I had to find somebody who would come to her house to do her nails and who would come to her house to get, you know, to do her lashes. And, um, you know, after, because she, she kept, the good thing about it was she kept her nails pretty much the same color the whole time. So that helped us continuity wise. That helped us to just kind of keep things, you know, simple um, her lashes, you know, they were pretty much going to look the same the whole time, so that was great. It was just a matter of, you know, what I was going to do with eyeshadow and and lips. And the one thing that I like to do when I'm doing episodics is like whatever lipstick shades I use on my actress, I like to keep that in her bag, in a certain little pocket in the front where I have all of her lips. And then, you know, and she and she keeps up with which lips she wore when. So if somebody else is touching her up while I stepped away or something, if you don't know which lip she used or if you can't look at what's on her lip and look in the bag and figure it out, she could tell you exactly which lipstick it is. And so I just keep that all in the same bag so that I don't, like, get confused. I don't lose a lip or anything, but everything is there together. And so even with eyeshadows, I would start grouping the shadows together and I would just start, like, you know, labeling um, the eyeshadows. I mean, there there are other ways that I keep up with continuity as well. You know, I'll label on – I'll take a picture of all the makeup, like, on my station. I'll take a picture of all the makeup together, and I'll label, um, you know, what was on her eyes and, and all of that. And so I keep up with it that way. But we got to the point where, you know – because we were changing so much and we were shooting all of her scenes, you know, so quickly, and we were going from one thing to the next, we decided to, to just keep her eyes the same, to keep her eyes the same. Her big thing anyway was just lips. She wanted to change the lips often. So it was like if we keep her eyes the same, then now we don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. If it's You know, we just decided if it was going to be something like really big, like if there's a certain party that's a really big party or a certain performance that's a really big performance, if we have to, like this this uh, scene last week was her, the wedding scene. So, of course, her eyes changed then. Um, for things like that, we were going to change the eyes. But for everything else, her every day, we were going to keep it the same because her hair would change a little bit sometimes. Um, her, um, Of course, we would change her lips up all the time. And then um, her outfits were changing, so then that way she still had a different look so that if you're ever especially like for me on season three of step Up, I had um one two two guys, two girls, and you know there was a lot going on with the with the guys that I had, not you know just you know, just their skin, some, both of them sometimes will have a few breakout or whatever, but mainly it was, um, with one, um, with one guy, it was adding a tattoo to his face. And then with the other one, it was covering his tattoos on like his wrist and arm. Um, so, you know, we had a lot of extra things to do to them, like just their regular, um, you know, grooming and, 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 um, putting on makeup for them, you know, we were, they were, that that was like 10 minutes or less as far as time. But for the other, other things that we did with them, it took a little bit more time. So I had to keep it simple with my ladies because there were a lot of days, most days between the time we started in February until the time we started, I mean, to the time Christina left, I would do four, I would have the four people, um, you know, a day every day, like back to back to back to back every day. So it was just best to keep things simple so that when, the, you know, when the, I felt like it was an assembly line, you know, once I finish one and go to the next, but it was good to keep them, um to keep them simple. So I could kind of do it with my eyes closed if I needed to, because I knew exactly what I was using. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, um, It's a lot uh, that goes into, you know, um, creating character looks. um, And, you know, there will be some shows, and the show that we just uh, came off of um, was a great example of this, but there will be some shows or some characters, rather, that you'll try to create from the very beginning. While you're in prep, you'll do a camera test, and then – you know, right before uh, a new director comes on, they may want another camera test. You know, like they, the directors, when, when you're working with more than one director, you may find that, you know, each director may have a different idea of what this one character, look, you know, needs to be or look like. So sometimes it's it's a situation where you're trying to develop a character and it takes several episodes or you know to get them where everyone's happy with the look so it's not it's not always a situation where um you do something in the very beginning and okay this is what it is and we move forward with that this may be in the first episode it may just be okay this is fine but come episode whatever down the road you know somebody may want a little more. So it's, it's something where we're always constantly working on, on their looks. It's not always something that's necessarily final once you do, you know, once you do it for the first time. Right. Absolutely not. So just, you know, just something to, you know, to keep in mind, you know, just, and, and as a makeup artist, you have to be able to just roll with the punches, you know, Um, because you never know what the studios may be thinking, you know, because the studios are looking at the dailies as well, and they may decide, you know, we want this. And And I'm trying to remember what show we were on where the studio, I can't remember, wanted something else for. It might have been, I don't know if it was season one of Step Up, I can't remember but you know like when you have camera tests and not all shows have camera tests but on the third you know very first season of step up we had a camera test and the studio got those you know those pictures of the camera test and you know they make their notes and you you may get some notes on somebody like you know this is this is this is fine but can we add you know something to the hair, something different to the hair or whatever, or uh, we want less makeup on her, or, I'm, you know, and I'm just making up notes, but I'm just saying you, you don't know what you will, what kind of notes you will get back. But, like, that's, mm-hmm. why that's why I'm just trying to make the point that, you know, it's not a, oh, let me do the makeup for the first time. Everyone sees it. Everyone right there likes it, but the studio has the final say. So Right. But this is something to think about and to just always that's why I always feel like it's always good to um, t- make notes, mental notes of, you know, like if you live in Atlanta, paying attention to what you know different people look like. Um, mm-hmm. different groups of different groups of people, different races of people, the different ages of those races and of those groups, and then, you know, you may go to your hometown, which may be Baltimore, and, you know, those same types of people may have something different going on. Same thing if you it's go to Minna- Minnesota. Paying attention to what's trending. Absolutely. Paying attention to what's what's trending you know but everybody you know some you know somebody in the midwest may not be um may not be dressing and looking the same or wearing their makeup the same as someone in harlem so you know you just have to pay attention to all of those little things you know um black people and white people um in the same city may not be uh, wearing makeup the same. You know what I mean? So it's just, you just have to really pay attention to people. Like you said, what's trending, what's new, what's hot. Um, and pay attention to fashion as well, because that always helps, um, you know, when creating looks. It's a lot of fashions that go into right. it. And I think, you know, it, it would make you a more well-rounded artists if you, you know, you paid attention to a lot of those things. So. Right. But that's our show for tonight. It was a good one. Um, great discussion. You know, we could really go into um, some looks for, you know, but we have, uh, maybe we can just briefly, uh, the next show, just maybe in our, a little small segment, we can, because um, there's something big coming up on the next episode, a big look that's coming up. So we may can talk about that look um, in next Sunday in a quick segment. But um, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, Anything else going on tonight? So I will be over on Spaces a few minutes after 10. All right. Sounds good. All right, for those of you who follow us on Spaces, jump on Spaces, and we'll be over there, like you said, a few minutes after 10, and we'll be over there for a brief moment. So check us out. Thank you for those who will listen to this show on the playback. We greatly appreciate that. Thank you for those who may have been out there listening tonight. We appreciate you as well. We appreciate all of our supporters who have supported us over the last, um, what is it now, 15 years? Yep. 15 years. So 15 years strong. So, again, thank you guys for your support. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.